Hello family. Welcome to Thriving Couples by the Dindis. The place where we keep marriage real, fun, fun and, and fulfilling. fulfilling. <laughs> Fantastic. You're looking good, babe. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, as you can see, I've started marinating her because today it's um, hashtag Kivumbi Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the family knows what you're talking about. So today we'd like to talk about the aspect of uh, sexual pleasure in marriage and how to keep the sexual relationship exciting um, and how to keep things going even after many years uh, of marriage. So you don't want to miss today's episode. It's all about the place of sex, the art of intimacy in marriage. Stay tuned. <laughs> Great. So today is, is one of those days. I'm really happy about this topic. <laughs> You're always happy about this topic. <laughs> yeah, 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 indeed. Uh, so so um, for the Kenyans, you know, I'm a lawyer man. She's a Kamba girl. We love this thing. So today is a great opportunity for us to talk about uh, just how to build that aspect of uh, intimacy in marriage, uh, physical intimacy in marriage. So uh, I think a great place to start is uh, by talking about sex as God's idea. I think that's an important perspective to have from the very beginning. And so am I the one supposed to talk yes, about Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, yeah, sex is God's gift to the couple uh, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were told to be fruitful and multiply. So um, therein lies sex. And um, in the Bible, there's this book called Songs of Songs. I would encourage every couple uh, to read through it. And uh, it, it, of course, goes to a lot of details and um that uh, and a lot of euphemisms that uh, you might need to get commentaries to be able to understand. But it's just to say that uh, sex in marriage is God's idea. It's it's blessed. It's uh, it's amazing, and um, yeah. And as much as it's for being fruitful and multiplying, it's not just for siring babies. There's a place of pleasure. Uh, from sex within the, the marital relationship. And um, it's there to bond the two. And that's why a marriage is never consummated until the sexual act actually does happen. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it's an area that it's good as a couple to set yourself free, know that it's blessed and um, mm-hmm. a- a- enjoy it. Because when you don't, then there, there are also going to be other problems. And the problems in that regard will come from um, other areas if you're having unresolved conflict if you're having resentment if um, you're having inhibitions or you have past trauma that has not been dealt with um, then those things can really affect the the sexual Mm -hmm. intimacy in marriage so they need to to be addressed yep yep i think um i like how you started by saying you know this is god's idea um there's something in the group we call Dada or Parokia. <laughs> you know, there are people who've been brought up in church and they get married um, and they still look at sex as a sin, and especially for ladies. And that's why I'd wanted you to 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 introduce the topic uh, so that just to give freedom to, to, to our sisters out there. And sometimes they don't just look at it as sin. They look at it as 
for the husband. They don't mm-hmm. realize that they also need to enjoy it as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes the only marital advice given when the young ladies are getting married, they're told, usinyime mze. <laughs> that yeah. makes it look like this laborious duty that you, you just do and you might be doing resentfully and uh, it's not the right uh, the right attitude towards sex in marriage. Yeah. God's idea is that I would have fun, it would be exciting, it's something that would bond the couple together and so it's really something beautiful. It's a gift from God and it's it's good as we start talking about it today to have that mindset. It's not evil. Yes. It's not dirty. This 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 is a good thing and it's 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 a godly thing. Um and we uh, in the thriving couples community we've been very open to talk about this um because in many circles especially Christian circles these things are talked uh, in, in harsh tones. Um <laughs> they are swept under the carpet. There is no proper premarital counseling done around this area. Uh, people are essentially left to kind of figure things out. And sometimes uh, the wedding night can be uh, a it's source a of great... <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> a great disappointment. As guys on our wedding night, my wife here uh, disappeared into... <laughs> disappeared into the bathroom um and and i was waiting there as a red-blooded luya man uh waiting for action and and she took cover in in in, in the bathroom and but um, i eventually redeemed my image i think you must clarify that I yes now she she's a pro now yeah but but just to say it is important for people who are getting married um uh, for proper counseling to be done um we believe in uh, people being keeping themselves away from sex before marriage. I know in today's culture it's a very unpopular thought uh, that you can actually uh, relate date court without really getting uh, intimate in a sexual manner. We believe if you get intimate before marriage, a lot of knowing of each other that should be happening uh, in a vertical position gets compromised when yeah. you start knowing each other in a horizontal position. Uh, so the best way to truly get to know someone is without the encumbrance of the emotional aspects that sex brings into the picture. So there are so many people that have sex before marriage, but then when they get married... They have a now, sexless marriage. Now, now sex is not happening. Uh, in fact, I think one of the most shocking things for us since we started the movement, Thriving Couples, the number of couples that have reached out to us and say, hey, for us it's been one month, two months. Oh, years uh, One well. year, yeah, yeah years uh, uh, without getting sexually intimate. And these are married people. Um, and, and we think that is really not the way to go. It's not the way to go. And um, like... Keith has alluded to what happens is that for those who are dating before we just shift the focus to where it needs to be in marriage is that the earlier you bring in sexual um, relations in, in a dating relationship or in a courting relationship, the less likely you are to get to know each other. And therefore you end up getting married to a stranger and get really surprised that you do not know them because you focus every time instead of, you know, you have any tension in your relationship 
relationship instead of learning how to resolve the conflict or um you know you 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 start discussing maybe things that are uncomfortable it's easy to just shift to the easiest thing to do which might seem to be sex and that will bring you trouble because then it becomes an easy compromise and you don't get to know the person you're getting married to and then again it begs the question if you're compromising at this point then in marriage how much more likely are you to compromise outside the marriage but that's say let's focus on sex in marriage and it's really an adventure it's a it's a journey it's one thing that helps you get to know your spouse and um sex will be uh, different in the different stages of marriage when you're in your honeymoon phase when the kids come when you get into midlife and then menopause and and then beyond when you're really trying to also rise up the, the 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 career ladder and all those times there's going to be different um seasons that will determine how your sex is going to look like but like we love to say is that there has to be intentionality intentionality Mm-hmm. throughout to ensure that this is happening frequency is very important so um intensity that is frequency and um quality quality mm-hmm. and quantity are both, both important. very important mm-hmm. so that i think i think that's shared. a very that's a very critical point yes because uh, especially i i i i, I have to tear the the man for the women as well <laughs> because many times um the ladies would say hey but we did this matter yesterday uh, surely tena leo watataka kukemea shetani yeah and they might want to rebuke the enemy but who's um, not there it's important to know that uh, the sex drive is god given this this is this is god g- gave it to us as as humanity and especially as men oxygen is here and <laughs> The need for sex is, next, so no, no, like, the need yeah. for sex is right next it's it's it's, it's right next so um it's 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 a need it's beyond just a want it's a need but it's good to know that for men also it's not just a physical need there's a deep connection that happens when uh, the physical intimacy is going on in a marital relationship there's a very deep connection that goes on uh, that's why we say sometimes men have sex to feel loved um, and, and 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 women and, need to feel loved to have sex yes so that dynamic so that dance helps you keep yes so both aspects of it yes. so that the emotional aspects of the lady are taken care of the physical aspects of the man are also taken care of but i just needed to point out that for us the fact that we had uh, bed shaking yesterday does not mean <laughs> that the bed should be stable today okay this is this that's abstract no yeah. no i'm <laughs> just saying <laughs> even tonight we need to remember this vision uh, we we got this we yes got this. so i i like that idea that frequency is important but also quality is important um because as as a lot of uh, couples reach out to us especially the ladies mm-hmm. sometimes when they're not having a satisfactory sexual experience it makes it harder to for them desire. to yeah uh, next time so uh, uh it's 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 important to make the sexual encounter fulfilling for both partners and 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 for that to happen there has to be a lot of free communication openness i think the vulnerability 
that uh, God intended. And that's why they say the man and Adam and Eve in the garden were naked and not ashamed. The idea was to be very vulnerable so that you can share your deepest needs. You can share your deepest fantasies without feeling like somebody will judge you in a certain way. Because for you to have a very beautiful sexual experience, you cannot have that while being uh, holding on control we like mm. to say the more you surrender to each other, the, the better the sexual it. experience becomes. Yes, that's that's very important. And now that you, you know, emphasized it being more of a greater need for the for the men and 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 for us women that we love to feel loved first before we can engage in, in the sexual activity. I think that is just very important for husbands to realize that um this this sexual the, you know the warm-up for the next one, what we call marination, preparing mm -hmm. your spouse for the next episode starts as soon as the last one ends. So mm -hmm. it's not just you know the end of that episode and you're fine and good to go it's good to remember one even to appreciate uh, your partner at that point and and mm -hmm. how how it has been and 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 continue you know that with the romance we talked about the thoughtfulness the kind things uh, that you need to do and keep them you know it's in the morning when when you wake up you know get to connect get to talk throughout the day show interest in your partner that in the evening you find that you know the the embers have not died off that they still warm so that the warm-up is going to be very easy so um if, if you have a good experience the quality is very important because for us women if you're not doing a good job <laughs> and of course to have a good job done it's mm. it's really teamwork but but if 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 it's not going on well then there's going to be a problem of course we can go into much more details but i think maybe for this episode we are going to focus on the more um the the top layer of, of <laughs> <laughs> absolutely then in, yeah. in 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 recurring episodes we'll go and talk about some specific aspects and just see how to to pan it out um but i think the other aspect that uh it's good to mention it's very easy to become a sexless marriage yes as the business of life checks in so although we like the the novelty of uh, spontaneous sex, uh, you know, in the movies, mm -hmm. usually people are getting real. into the house, they're slapping <laughs> each other against the walls <laughs> and clothes are flying all over the place and, and action is happening and spontaneously. Some, some amazing yoga poses kind of. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but in real life, it's important to actually schedule your intimacy. Uh, and we people had to do that at some point in our lives when we were getting so busy, we had to sit down and say, hey, we actually need to have a schedule so we know sex is happening on these days. If it happens on the other days, well and well good, good, but bare minimum, you know, it, it, there are specific days where it's happening. So it's important to schedule sex. The story of spontaneous sex in marriage. Um, You're going to have very little of it yes, for that. <laughs> yes. So schedule it in and then, Keep to that. If for some reason uh, it's not going to happen, uh, you have to say, when is it happening next? Yeah, we say if not tonight, then when? You know, you have to be very specific. You just don't leave it to chance. Then you realize a week has gone, two weeks, and 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 the other partner 
will start feeling taken for granted. So it's it's very important. And even to have very uncomfortable conversations, if um maybe it's not going well and you realize there's a pattern, it's mm-hmm. it's it's good to to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And this should not happen in in that sacred place should not happen in your bedroom the best would be like take a walk or go to a place where you you don't even have to be facing each other direct and 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 like we we love to use the sandwich method then then say oh i like that our frequency has been good or has improved if it's not where you want it to be although uh, i just feel like um i'm uncomfortable about this and this and then but i think then you end with something positive but it's just to say that if you feel at this point in your relationship that your sexual relationship is not at the right place. It's good to have that conversation, but mm-hmm. start from a point of appreciating one another mm-hmm. and then addressing what the issues are and know that it's also going to be a process to, to yeah. get it right. But it yeah. also takes intentionality. Absolutely. And um, sex is an area that can really hurt deeply. Oh, yeah. um, so I think this aspect of um, rejection Mm-hmm. If you're always rejecting your partner's advances, um, somebody can feel like you're not just rejecting the the sex; you're actually rejecting them, them um, as a person. Uh, so it it is important to understand that. And so as we as the relationship continues, if there are aspects, if for some reason you're not able to, it's good to communicate very well, mm-hmm. but still appreciate your partner even with non-sexual touch, so that they know they are appreciated. You're you're not being rejected. You're saying, well, I'm not able to, for whatever reason today, but mm-hmm. next time. And married to that is a question that a lot of men ask and, and request that mm. the lady is just never initiating. Yeah. Can, can, <laughs> can you speak to that? I think what, what I would say is that um, in in the marriage space, it's very good to be free with one another mm. and to appreciate one another and um this goes you know if if the husband is one who is always initiating and the wife never shows interest in that regard as much as she might be responsive with time he might wonder doesn't she find me attractive so sometimes by just initiating is telling the guy hey I, mm-hmm. I I love this. I enjoy mm-hmm. this. I enjoy our times together mm-hmm. and uh, I'm attracted to you. Mm-hmm. I want you. So, you know, many times it's easy for a man to just feel needed, mm-hmm. you know, to meet the bills, to take care of things, to take mm-hmm. leadership in the home. But he also wants to be wanted for like, because it's this area that it's almost vain. It's not like you will die if you don't have sex, but just being wanted for him. So mm-hmm. sisters, you know, uh, take care of your husbands once <laughs> in a while, you no, yeah. go out of your way initiate mm-hmm. uh, it's a good thing yeah. i'd say uh, f- uh, from my own experience the, there's just something that it does to your ego when it's the lady that says hey we need to get it on tonight so send him some naughty <laughs> message you know <laughs> it's awesome it's awesome but another thing i would want to tie to that mm-hmm. um I remember there's one uh, nugget piece that we wrote at one time um, and, and and the story was uh, the husband was asking the lady and and then she told the wife, he told the wife, uh, tell me something dirty. You know, he was, he was really getting, <laughs> getting in the mood, you know, getting oh, in the groove. And the lady said, um, the dishes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah. So, I so sometimes um, it's good to be sensitive also to, to each other. Um, I've I've seen men who get home, they're from work, 
the wife is from work as well and they sit on the on the couch stretch the legs skinny legs on the <laughs> on the table and they are scrolling their phones or they're just scrolling channels on 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 the on the tv the lady has got to go prepare the meal she's got to go take care of the children do the dishes do the clothes then come serve him and then afterwards clean and all these things um and then the gentleman still expects her to it's gonna be a cold to, <laughs> to be dramatic in bed that night <laughs> uh, so sometimes it's good to work together as a team um so that you get to bed early mm-hmm. and you have time to really cozy up so so when you work together as a team that way uh it's good to be sensitive um so that you don't expect this lady who comes from work and does all these things until 10 p.m and then you you are over there with the uh, abdala arising and wanting action w- without without really helping your lady and lastly on just that specific aspect we mentioned the children and we know that children when they come in a lot can change in yeah. the uh, sexual relationship can you speak a little bit about that okay when when children come of course they they create a new dynamic and mm-hmm. um of course one I would start with saying that sometimes women might start becoming very body conscious something maybe they were not you know you're concerned about the weight you've not yet lost after you got the last baby or some stretch marks and you know and and of course this advancing age so there are those challenges that might arise and it's just good um for the husbands to be sensitive to that and be be reassuring but as but, but as a wife it's also good to be uh, confident in yourself be able to take care of yourself but accept yourself as you are and realize that your husband loves you you know yeah, at yeah. that time we find you very sexy not, yeah, yeah. i just have, i must say this yes. i must say this um when uh, blood has gone to netherlands we are not thinking about this uh, pot belly or yeah. thinking about stretch mark or whatever I, i i can assure you when blood has gone to netherlands the men the husbands are finding you attractive they want to get it done so i like to say that um confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can put on so it's very important to carry yourself with that confidence but then the other thing that comes of course babies come with a lot of you know responsibilities in terms of just taking care of them and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter much whether you have a house help or not of course house helps are very you know they they reduce the burden um but you know they they can't be 100%. So they're just those unique, you know, like if you have to breastfeed the baby, you have, you know, to bap the baby. There're just a number of things that that come in. I would encourage the husbands to be supportive as much as they can. Uh if you can afford to have a house help, that that, that you should. But we've been out there and lived out of the country in the west. It's having house helps is an affordable so you know, they a couple text turns, you know, just raising their kids uh, at home. So there are just those challenges that add on to the to the responsibilities at home to the extra expenses and all that. So this is these are the times that you have to be very intentional about scheduling times uh together and uh, also helping each other to ensure that the burden is not on one one person to just make it lighter. And then the other thing is that 
unless you lack room, you should ensure that when a child is of a certain age, for us it was at one year, get them out of the bedroom, put them in another room and 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 let them not be a hindrance to times together. And and for us, you know, we have teenagers now and, and, and a young one, they know they respect our bedroom. They don't come into the room without knocking. You just some, you know, some rules that, that you set that they, that they get to, to respect. And they know there are times they, if they, their door is not answered and the house is not on fire, there's no crisis, then give, mm-hmm. give us time. So it's good for your kids to see that you're romantic with one another, that as much as, you know, that is very private business, they still have an understanding. They see you being affectionate towards each other because you are the one, you're the first testimonial of what a marriage should look like and whatever you do shapes them. So ensure that kids do not hinder you from having uh, wonderful mm-hmm. sexual relations in your marriage. Fantastic. And I think just to to land the plan, we'll discuss in other episodes, um, faithfulness. Very important. Is, Very. Is the greatest turn on. I think people like to take a lot of it. where I come from, there is a, a specific hub. <laughs> Once you take this one, uh, it will make you do amazing things uh, in bed. But I think faithfulness really is the greatest aphrodisiac that exists out there. Um, and I so, agree. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep the marital bed holy. It it will do amazing things to your sexual relationship exclusivity there's something that does to the beauty of the sexual relationship when i know she she, i'm exclusively hers she's exclusively mine yes that makes a beautiful sexual relationship and makes it super special all right folks (laughs) enough for today we are going to continue on on this topic in some other episodes at the end of the day remember sex is god's idea and every couple should be enjoying it as much as possible, I I would say daily. 